0: Now the mm-hmm.
1: It's been an exciting week on social media. Quite exciting, and uh, we're gonna. This is called. This is a new segment that I'm making. I'm creating right here on the fly. This is pat ourselves on the back session. Everyone, give yourselves a big old. Alan, you too. There you go. Cause we had. And for those of you who don't know, we had 1984 and 1988 Olympic gold medalist, springboarder and high diver, Greg Louganis, comment on one of our fucking TikTok videos. Wow. Unbelievable. Fucking goddamn. Yeah. Goddamn. goddamn. Comment. Honestly,
0: yeah. I think we should shut it down. Uh, we're going to. This is the peak, right?
1: Well, this is going to springboard us into uh-huh. more celebrities. Uh-huh. You know, think about that. Yeah.
2: Dude, no! When you when you sent the message, uh-huh. Greg Luqueta is commented on our video. I was like, "Oh shit!" Which one? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I had a feeling. And no, it, it's. I kind of got a little red in the face. I felt. I felt bad, and I'm glad he took it for what it was. It was just funny. I mean, sure, it's just funny, right?
1: It, it, that uh, that video. Again, we, we we live in a very PC world. And he's older than us. I think Greg Louganis is in his uh, late fifties, early sixties. Um, so I think he probably comes from an era where you had to have a little thicker skin. It wasn't. We didn't say anything wrong. We just said. I don't think it was anything weird, was it? I made the comment about Greg Louganis diving into a black hole in space, and you said there's so many problematic jokes that can come from that. He laughed. He yeah. said, "LOL." After he said, "Interesting," like he was actually thoroughly like holy shit yeah. spaghettification yeah. this is interesting this is news to just me just
2: to recap it was from a fun fact friday where if you dove headfirst into a black hole your body and your atoms will be stretched and that stretching would be called spaghettification and Wes said "No, oh, so you're telling me that if greg luganis uh did a double gainer off of a spaceship and dove face first into a black hole and i said we need to stop right here because greg luganis type Doing face first until a black hole might be problematic, and then we all chuckled, and that is what Greg Lugatis witnessed yeah. with his own eyeballs and uh, ear holes, and uh, thought
1: it was funny. So yeah. good on him. Yeah, yeah. And then thanks, Greg. I, I, I had to do. I, I had to do a little bit of investigative work, and by that I mean I clicked on the icon, thinking this is someone else. Just be-. you know, it was weird because I know people make dummy or fake or whatever accounts. There are you know, name a celebrity that's out there. Ben Affleck. There's probably a thousand. Ben Affleck, sure. uh, d- d- you know, profiles in the TikTok universe. It's like, okay, well, why would someone make a phony Greg Luganus one? It just seems that there's no there's no backing to that. So I clicked yeah. on it. and Yeah, it's him doing fucking ten meter dives, and then every other video he's talking to the camera about fitness and living healthy, and and it was him. Yeah, and
2: and then I watched him do yoga, and I uh, was like, that's. Super gay. Of course he does yoga. And then I was like, whoa, that's a a form of yoga that I am incapable of performing. And then I'm like, oh, this 60-year-old man is a professional athlete and can perform tasks in his later years that I am incapable of performing. Yeah,
1: at 62 years old when he does the very perfect, steady, graceful, elegant, form-to-a-T handstands. Uh, yeah. For over a couple seconds. Yeah, you're like, holy shit. Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. And this
2: is the guy who abused his body. And and I'm glad you sent back to him a message saying, you know, hey, you know, really flattered by this, uh, one of our childhood heroes. Because, look, uh, in 1988, I was nine years old and I was watching the Olympics with my parents. I remember watching Greg Luganis whack his fucking head. Of course, at that age, and almost nobody in America knew the backstory behind that, that HIV-positive gay man has just, you know... uh, Bled into a pool, yeah. Yeah, has really just set himself up for potentially like an international incident at this point and to be able to then go back out and perform. It makes that performance even more brave than I remember. It wasn't just a guy who split his head open on the springboard at this point. There's a lot of political ramifications behind it. There's a lot of health ramifications behind it. And then, of course, there's the... Oh shit! Now I'm a little squirrely because I just whacked my head on the springboard. Am I going to be able to perform? Because that, you know, is my head in the game anymore? Yeah, it's a yeah. fucking
1: brave fucking performance. It's
2: yeah. So thank you, Craig Lee. Thank Davis.
1: you. We pr- we do appreciate. Uh, the, the, appreciate it. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I I'm trying to think. I had way way back when I a very short lived kind of comedy sports youtube channel where i think i made two or three two or three episodes uh each ranging from like five to nine minutes uh and realizing it was work it was a lot of work to do something like that uh i did have not put a comment on a video of mine the quarterback for the uh, vikings yeah he yeah. corrected me about how many super bowls he lost i said it was four <laughs> it was actually three <laughs> it's like you're
2: right that's funny it
1: was three yeah,
2: but the other thing with the Greg Luganis, because of course I was bragging about that at work, and like it's definitely generational. There's a there's a line, there's a line of, um, there's an age line for who knows who Greg Luganis was, and oh, and who yeah. doesn't?
1: Oh yeah, I, I had to uh, at work. That was a certainly like <clears throat> that. That was a parent, you know. And even people, uh, the guy who sits next to me is 33, and he was like, Ugh, uh, yeah. And I was like springboarder uh, Olympic diver yes 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 I don't I didn't watch that I, I the first Olympics I remember is like nine, 92 so yeah four years later yeah. makes sense right yeah
2: yeah No, but um no no, no it's it, it's just super it's super cool because it's a litmus test mm-hmm. the the reach that you have with this world wide web that we dabble in every day is that you're that cl- you know for me it's like we we're that close to Greg Louganis, like we're best friends now. <laughs> like, there's, there's, no, there's no, there's no way that I would have any contact with Greg Louganis, and then all of a sudden there's a TikTok video, and you know he's witnessed the content that I put my fingers and eyeballs and ears to, yeah. to you know to give to you to insert into that platform. Yeah, it's I ha- like
1: I hashtagged his name, and I can't remember like wh- how many views. That it or, or you know, because when you hashtag on TikTok, it says like the potential views or potential. I don't even know what they call it. There's a numerical value that sits next to it, and it was in the tens of thousands. I was like, Yeah, why not? You know, 50, 57,000, boop. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, I know that was it was like a month ago, maybe more. Interesting. Mm-hmm. LOL. Yeah, look at yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we're, here's, a, here's a trivia question Do you remember who the uh, Olympic male? Swimmer that kind of semi-dominated that Olympics eighty eight.
2: The one spit. See, he was done by that. Then, right? That
1: was like seventy two. Was a was in yeah. Munich. <laughs>
2: so so he was.
1: Almost,
0: by there's then. only so many.
1: <laughs> Matt Biondi. fran Oh, I was going to say Fran Tarkenton. <laughs> mm. That's right, Tarkenton after losing two <laughs> Super Bowls. Shift to just focus
2: <laughs> to
1: swimming. No, Matt Biondi. I don't know if you that name rings a bell.
2: Nope. No, not at all. Because hmm. nobody cares about swimming. And I, they only, Now, every American Olympic swimmer, because everybody does watch swimming when the Olympics come around. They don't watch it any other time of their lives. Um, after Michael Phelps, none of them exist anymore. I only know Michael Spitz because, you know, he was the Michael Phelps before Michael Phelps. And he does a lot of Blue Emu commercials now that come on like uh, intermittently late at
1: night. So, so and no American swimmer, male, male or female, between Michael Spitz and Michael Phelps, like every, everything in between that is a is a black hole.
2: Yes, <laughs> that Greg Louganis is diving face first. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> you know, well, we
0: lost
1: him. <laughs> <It's>, doing. <laughs> and double I did games. tell you
2: too, man. I, I. I I felt a little guilt uh, that that was the video that, you know, it would have been great if Greg Luganis just randomly commented on like one of our other videos. This one specifically dealt with him, which is why, probably why he watched it in the first place. But I told you it was a lot like me telling Bret Hart, fuck you at a live event and then having him turn around and like stare me cold, dead in the eyes, disappointed in me. Hey man, I hope I didn't upset Greg. I, I
1: tell you what, I think we have a theme here. Elaborate a little bit more. I'll edit this down, and I'll hashtag Bret Hart, hashtag Hitman, hashtag the best there is, the best there was, ever there will be, and we'll see if we can comment. Come on. I think we got a good thing going on okay. here. Okay. Like, see. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, Bret the Hitman Hart, my
2: absolute favorite wrestler of all time. There was definitely, you know, 1A and 1B, him and Shawn Michaels, but Bret Hart had, you know, he had that quality about him. He had that... Uh, he- he was a stand-up guy, okay, both in the ring and outside the ring. Mm-hmm. And I loved Bret Hart, and then he turned on America and he went heel for the first time his entire career. And I still loved Bret Hart because at that point I knew wrestling—you know—that was a sham; it was an entertainment industry. But I loved what Bret Hart stood for. But I got wrapped up in the moment. Bret Hart left the ring. Everybody was chanting "Fuck you, Bret." Brett comes down the steel steps. I'm right there at the old school riot barrier cage thing right at the edge of the ring. And he comes by me and I'm like, fuck you, Brett. And he stops. He puts his hands on his hips. He turns around. He looks me square in the eyes and just shakes his head back and forth like. He gave you. Like he was.
1: He He
2: (laughs) he was disappointed in me. And as he walked away, my voice wavering. I'm sorry, Brett. Ah, I didn't mean it. And he just shook his head. That greasy white guy, Jerry curl. Yes. Yeah. Shifted in the breeze.
1: <laughs> I love it. And you know, the funny thing is, is he probably got back behind the curtain and then we realized he, he's doing his job. Yeah. You know, it's he's like, just doing, look <laughs> at that. That kid said, fuck you to me. I'm, I'm killing it out there. They're believing it. <laughs>
2: and then his lip quivered like a little bitch. <laughs> He'll go to his grave with regret. <laughs> Unless he comes and gives me fifty dollars for an autograph at some local fire hall.
1: <clears throat> <That's right. laughs> oh shit. Middle class old er, buddy. Alan, Murr, Foxman. Uh I think I'm still kind of moderately hungover from the Fourth of July weekend that took place. <laughs> the, the, the weekend before July. that one. No, on the fourth of July. Right. That movie that Tom Cruise is famous from. Uh, But uh, anywho, listen, speaking of hangovers, this is where we get into a segment called friend or foe. And I think some of you folks might have some very strong opinions about, uh, I, I, I don't know, some of you older folks who had to endure decades worth of hangovers may have strong opinions about this. Let's have it.
2: All right, my friends. Time to read a news story to you. See if you agree or disagree. Friend or foe. A new hangover pill, which promises to help keep drinkers refreshed and wide awake the next day, is called Miracle. I, I, you know, you know, there's just some twatty little scientists like, Oh, this is so funny. It's a miracle. Spelled M-Y-R-K-L. I mean, there's a sometimes Y vowel in there, I guess. Uh, but they say it's the first product in history to break down alcohol effectively. It's been in development for more than 30 years, packed with bacteria that I cannot pronounce, and it reduces the alcohol into water and carbon dioxide. The pill works by breaking down the alcohol before it reaches the liver and uses vitamins B12 to ensure the drinkers are left without a sore head. According to scientists, two pills should be taken at least an hour before any alcohol is consumed. So, my friend or foe is this. Is this product... Good or bad for human society? Because if there's no consequences the day after having drank yourself to death at the bar the night before, isn't the opportunity for more extreme drunken behavior readily available to each and every person on the planet? So science can do a lot of things, but should they? Should the uh, hangover pill be a thing that's readily available to all citizens Friend or foe, Alan. I'll start with you. Mm, I mean, why not,
0: right? I mean, it's America, right? We talked about freedom earlier.
1: Wait, isn't Maybe. this? Wasn't this developed in the UK? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it
2: was, it was, but there's a bigger
1: market here in the U.S. than the U.K. I, it's, usually I get made fun of for not paying attention. That's all. That's
0: fair. Well, we, we yeah, that's fair. I, I <laughs> didn't listen. Uh, well, we make shit more popular. We take their shit and make it more popular anyway. So well, and give it about a half good. hour.
1: I'm going to have a tough time with fucking let's, everything. Let's so. be,
0: <laughs> yeah, let's be real.
1: But no, I mean, why not, man? Give it, give it up. I mean,
0: it does. I see what you're saying about devaluing a hangover or whatever. I guess you would call it fucking hangovers. Um, but you know, let people live. I want to see the debauchery. Look, we're sliding. I feel like the planet and especially this country are sliding into some crazy times. So let's just keep the party going. Start start handing out meth. You know, <laughs> fucking start start. Let's do, start doing some crazy stuff. Yeah. Fuck it.
1: What would be the if miracle is the wonder drug for uh, booze hangovers? What is going to be the name for the wonder drug for meth hangovers? Mm. I don't know what a meth
0: hangover feels like. so I can't tell
2: you. <laughs> oh. Does meth give you a hangover? I don't it's know. Hypothetical.
1: It's, I, I, it's hypothetical. I'm making this up. I don't know. Oh. Don't know. <laughs> Weirdly enough,
2: meth come down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna look it up. <laughs> Wef, right. Okay. Okay. Uh, do you Wes, I
2: assume you understand my logic. Like, I get it. Like, I hate hangovers too. But hangovers, I know, and, and maybe I'm more, a little more self-aware than most drinkers. Like. I know like what beer I'm on and what the consequences for the next beer are going to be. Sure. So I'll, st- I, I, I throttle myself, but if I've got these pills, I'm be like, fuck it. Why not? You're going to feel fine tomorrow. Let's
1: do it. Yeah. Do I, it. I'll give in. The rational side of my brain wants to say, this is an evolution and a step in human progression and not only that coupled with the fact that the market for this is is obscene. I mean, whether or not we are friend or foe today, the second this hits fucking the American shores, I'm buying some. Okay? But so but anyway, I think that like, you know, I would befriend because of the p- progression of society. Sciences have, scientists have cracked the code for something that probably a lot of other scientists have been trying for a long time. Now, they probably won't admit that. Like, oh, we haven't invested money in figuring out how to cure hangovers. Bullshit. Fuck you. It's been billions of dollars. The, well, it,
2: since you were paying attention, the story says uh, they've been working on it for 30 years.
1: In the UK. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> That's like three years here. Uh, so. But the irrational side of my brain is, I don't know if you guys remember, do you remember them? Uh, okay, do you remember a movie, here's where Murr goes, okay, Wes is going to hit us with some funky-ass <laughs> shit, there's a movie from the mid-90s with a star-studded cast called uh, Beautiful Girls.
0: do know that one. Okay.
1: okay so, where's the stars there, stud? Uh, Matt Dillon, Michael Rappaport, Uma Thurman uh Natalie portman as a thirteen year old uh you know i mean I, I could go on a few more if you'd like rosie okay, that's D- fair rosie you know. donald
2: Don- I won't mock you for this but no yeah. I don't remember the movie.
1: Okay. Right, so Michael Rappaport and Matt Dillon are roommates. Matt Dillon's ditching the 10-year high school reunion and he says why and he says Rich Man Poor Man is on on VH as uh, on uh, television today all 12 episodes. And Michael Rappaport's like, "What? Really?" He's like, "Yeah, Falconetti, can you believe it?" He's like, "Oh my god. You got to tape it for me." He's like, "Can't do it." "Why not?" Because Rich Man Poor Man comes on 12 episodes back-to-back, back, you need to sit down and watch all the commercials like every other normal person. It's like, Ooh, good point. That's the irrational side of my brain, is like, no, kids should have to endure hangovers. People should have to have hangovers. I, I dealt with them for a long time. I still, I, shit, believe it or not, I still get them from time to time. Oh, I okay? get them worse than I ever did. <laughs> and uh, I kind of feel like that's the laboring thing. This is the same argument that I had with Four Locos. When those fuckers came out, uh, they were like 14.5%. It's like, no, nah, man, kids should not drink that. They need to drink beer in order to, like, taper their goddamn consumption. It's a bad move. But ultimately, I'm a friend. It's progression. You know, fuck it. Get them out here. I'll buy three.
2: Matt, okay. Drink. Here's where I stand on this because I am faux. I'm only faux because you take it before you drink. Now, if you were able to take it after you drink, I feel like like as a hangover cure, I, I don't know. like,
1: it's like because, I know that I'm supposed to like hydrate while I do this and rarely do I fucking do it. Yeah. Because
2: <laughs> it, it's almost like you're taking like, a, like some sort of like – like you're giving yourself some sort of superhuman ability and you're willingly giving this to yourself. And so here I go. I'm popping two of these. No hangover tomorrow, baby. So I'm going to go balls to the wall. There should be a consequence. Alcohol's fun. We all know. We dabble in it hmm. quite often. Alcohol is fun. But it's only fun because it's kind of dangerous. It's dangerous because you have to, once you get to a point of inebriation, you then still have to have your wits about you to say, hey, 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 that next one is going to leave you in a world of hurt tomorrow. Well, if there's no world of hurt tomorrow, then the amount of like nonsense I'm going to just willingly put myself through the night before Mm-hmm. is going to be off the fucking charts and as it, as you say progression as the progress of this continues then I'm going to start being a more debaucherous human being. I think it could be the downfall of western civilization. So,
1: uh, <clears throat> the other point I want to bring up and Alan you might agree with this as well uh, or, or have some thoughts on this is that it probably in my opinion would lead to more weekday drinking oh, absolutely. people don't drink during Actually. the week because they don't want to be hang- hungover and shit for work absolutely what's the repercussion then
0: yeah lack of lack of sleep it might be a little tired but then you just get jagged up on coffee
1: yeah that's right (laughs) suck down uh, you energy we all turn into a bunch
2: of fucking Elvises, fucking like dying trying to push a fucking rotten turd out on the toilet yep exactly that's how it goes
1: well I mean
2: and that's life
1: we're all working from (laughs) home anyway so just take a nap in the corner
2: yeah, that's true too.
1: has
2: got a good why, point. why not just start drinking? Just pop a couple yeah. of those bad boys. <laughs> yeah, I think true. that's what
0: happened during the fucking pandemic, anyway. Right? Was we would just started drinking? Like, yeah. we were like, oh fuck it. Get a Zoom call and be like, hey, oh, oh hey, am I good? Sweet, yeah, right? What's up?
1: That's what you got to. Uh, Who you got to hold off? You got to have the automatic. Don't start video. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and you no, have no, to no. initiate the video press.
0: I. It's just an A i I think there are people in my company who haven't seen my face and I've been there for almost a year
1: <laughs> I, I had someone admit that they not with my company by the way or me uh do like some sort of recording where it's like the video just you kinda like hm like like that like I a speed a speed type thing
0: so fucking sweet. <laughs> I anyway, so, much. so
1: I am <clears> – <throat> I'm friend just because – there's well, maybe just because I don't want to be a get-off-my-lawn type of guy and understand that whether I'm friend or foe for it, that it's coming. So fuck it. Bring it on. Let's do this shit.
2: Oh, I'm buying it. I'm taking it. As soon as they make it available to me, I'm going to throw it down my gullet. I'm going to be a pure hypocrite because that's what alcohol makes you do. It makes <laughs> 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 go against – your natural moral instinct against the grain—something bad, yeah. Oh, and that, my friends, is your friend or foe?
1: Do yo yo. Well, what that also does is bring us to another uh, segment that we'd like to call. <laughs> That's right. I just shotgunned you. <laughs> fun fact Friday.
2: Let's get into it Let's and by, learn some. Hold on. By the way, my friends, this
1: Alan. This is where I usually start forgetting things, so you can make fun right, of me when I, I like do. It. <laughs> there you go. I like
2: it. And I. Here's a fun fact for you. I need to stop calling you all my friends. I don't even know you. These two people are my friends. All right, you animals. Time to learn some facts. O-M-G facts. Brought to you, of course, by the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Remember, if you got any pain below that knee and above that ankle, go find yourself some medical advice. The best medical advice. Sound medical advice. Performed by non-certified individuals that just simply exist in the world. And you find them on the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Let's get to it. Did you know brandy is the liquor most likely to cause the most severe hangover? Mm. Mm. That makes sense, I think.
1: It's gotta be that's gotta be a sugar thing,
0: right? Yeah, it's like the sweetest, yeah.
1: It's the sweet one. That's uh
0: <laughs> it's the sweet <laughs>
2: What is, um, okay, so, like, you know, vodka, I realize, is either made of, like, is potato or corn. Um, what is brandy? Fucking, I don't know, like, fruits, molasses.
1: Well, brandy's a good girl, as fine girls you can meet. That's, that's One day, true. maybe a fine wife. <laughs> I think I kind of butchered the lyrics there. Is distilled uh, from
2: wine or fermented fruit mash. So I mean, distilled from wine, so they went ahead and they're like, "Hey, we got all this alcohol lying around. What can we do? Let's just make more alcohol. Make more <laughs> we <laughs> got make some stronger booze.
1: We got some shit that didn't fall in any bottle." Let's, uh <laughs> 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 aye, aye, aye. yeah, no, but I mean, I, I the strongest hangover, I would, pr- I probably would have guessed some sort of like after dinner. Fruity-ass or, or sugary-ass-filled uh, cordial or digestif. Um, you know, a, D- a De Serrano, uh, um, a <clears throat> Trying to think along those lines. I mean, even like a cognac. That's not nearly as uh, sugary as the other ones. But, yeah, brandy makes sense. Actually, I used to drink. I can't believe I'm about to admit this. Uh, I used to buy them by the 5th and carry them around at parties because light beer didn't get me drunk enough. Go figure. Uh, Quinn's ginger-flavored brandy.
0: Jockwins, yeah, yeah. Mm. See so if I can get that blackberry brandy
2: for football games. My pops did me that one, yeah. He loved yeah. it, yeah. We used to get the blackberry brandy and drive up to the old uh Christiana Mall and we would get fucking housed <laughs> and then uh we would find a safe ride home. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time we stopped by a Best Buy parking lot and there was a lone shopping cart and we basically jackassed our way through the night with that shopping cart and that shopping cart ended up in the back of the truck and that shopping cart came home with us nice. that shopping cart went on many adventures <laughs> with hey, some blackberry brandy
1: is this the same mall parking lot that where you watched uh <laughs> ryan lumpter do a do a karate chop with a uh samurai sword that you just bought for too much money
2: yes that is exactly, and actually, that was a night where we had uh, two bottles of blackberry brandy, which probably gave him just enough courage to try <laughs> to buy that fucking, finally buy that thing and uh, chop the box in half. Which
1: no point. Bueno. <sighs> Alan. You remember that story, right?
2: Yeah. Like what the sword
1: story? Were they jazzed uh, their buddy enough yeah. up enough well that <laughs> friend, so called, enough to buy <laughs> to buy a samurai sword? <laughs> yeah.
2: Preposterous, but that's good, that's good friending. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, well, think about that like $200 back in what 1997 was you know, that's like $400. Well, I mean, that was $400 three months ago. That's like $800 today. <laughs> it's probably true. Yeah. Did you know that is not the right fun fact that flamingos are born with gray feathers? which turned pink from their diet of shrimp.
0: I did.
1: Shrimp caused that? <clears throat> yes. I would have guessed it had something to do with, uh, it had something to do with Mother Nature. No, uh, what I was going to say is it had, some, had something to do with... Um, well, actually, what I was going to say makes no sense. So you know what? I didn't know that, and my initial Yeah, I wouldn't know what that was. It had exactly something to do with like, what like when with ducks typically are born that way, and then males grow, uh, you know, they they, they they presume to be, uh, they they have like colors all over them, so they can be seen. Whereas females are more, like, more camouflaged. I yeah. I thought it may have something to do with that, but then realizing both males and females grow up to be pink my thought was pretty stupid, so I stopped, I stopped talking. You know, I mean, that wasn't a terrible one. I thought you know, oh, it could have been worse. You, you guys wouldn't great. let me stop. You guys wouldn't let me stop. I had to say what I had to say. I know. Well, no, I,
0: it was fine. Like I, I could have been way worse. I was expecting way worse. To I'm you, not gonna
1: lie. Yeah, Fair enough. So <laughs> you knew that their steady diet of shrimp went from gray yeah. to pink.
0: Yeah. Wow. I also, told like, remember, I, I do at least, like, two or three of these a week. I'm like, yeah, I knew that. Because I hosted trivia. Gotcha. So I just have a mind full of fucking random shit in my head. But yeah. Well, do, do you sure. think, do, now, are
1: there shades Are like peop, uh, some of the flamingos who eat a fuck ton of them are like more robust? They get
2: super they get fucking super pink. Super vibrant yeah. Pink. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's actually kind of. Yeah. Go ahead. That's kind of how you can tell who like the alphas are of Bam. the
0: flock. Gotcha. Yeah. The big boys and the fucking alphas like muscle them out and get more food. So yeah. they're pinker. <laughs>
1: Why would they even go with that dumbass fucking pink panther? Should have been the pink flamingo. Right? That's true. Yeah. Another Imagine Matt Dillon, Dillon pink movie. Panthers, Another what movie? Another Matt Dillon movie. <laughs> Weird. Matt Dillon pink was Flamingos. in the pink <laughs> panther. Oh, I thought you said the pink panther. I was like, was Steve Martin? No. He was in that? <laughs> Jesus. Imagine yeah. Was he Imagine a, if was like a fucking bellboy or something? <laughs>
0: like, if you were just, like, roaming through the savannah and a pink panther came mowing out of the
2: woods. God. Here's another small fun fact. He eats a um, lot of shrimp. <laughs> I was actually reading from the, uh, the pile of, like, let's not read these fun facts. And uh, I now finally have the pile of these are actually <laughs> interesting fun facts. <laughs> Did you know it takes somewhere between <laughs> 144 and 411 licks to get to the center
1: of a Tootsie Pop? Oof. Wow. It's not three. So 111, a, 111 is like fucking Andre the Giant. And f- 400 some odd is like, I don't know, Mary Lou Retton. Fucking like.
2: I guess, yeah, that's a large disparity. It's 144 and uh, 411. But like, I mean, yeah. Like, I I, 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 I don't want to be around the guy who gets there in 144.
1: Right. There's a there's a porn star that has a, a very distinct kung. Tongue. Her name is Carrie Warner. Uh, she's probably in like the 111 range. Mm. Um, yeah, look that up, listeners. She's wonderful.
2: Yeah, you know, I got to be honest with you. I I don't like watching professional porn stars. I don't.
1: You yeah, going, I like, you've you gone, like
0: that amateur stuff?
1: You have gone amateur, yeah. yeah? I like
2: that amateur stuff, huh? Yeah, because I just think you know, I I almost feel like. I mean, when they get way too into it, like, I mean, I want to see like a natural into it, not like a, yeah, you know, mm. like a theatrical into it kind the thing. I
1: can it? direct you towards a few uh, actors and actresses, mostly actresses, but maybe a couple actors if you're into that, uh, I mean, that ba- basically, in my humble opinion, uh, and if they're fooling me, then shame on me and, and kudos to them, pat on the back, excuse me, I went to pat my back and slap my mic. Uh... I'm really one hundred percent convinced that these people showed up and didn't realize that they were getting paid. They're like, "Oh yeah, I was here for the sex." Like, yeah, there's a there's a stipend, and actually, you get paid to do this. Oh, wow, really? Oh, okay. um, even better. Fucking a! They just they just came for the fucking that day.
0: Yeah, no, I could think of a couple that are like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: but I think it also comes down to the okay, like the quality of the images. Yeah, yeah. this is you all four K, bro yeah like I mean like when it when it's like h d ultra it's like okay, I, you know, like no, isn't that, even that clear. <laughs> I think you can kind of tell
0: like the skin the skin of the fucking you know the production company or whatever that particular niche fucking fetish or fucking thing is, it kind of gives it away. It's like is it bang bussy? uh, it's gonna suck, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like you're right. There is a ton of, like, very overproduced yeah, like studio porn, which is fine, I guess. But, yeah, I guess
2: the homemade stuff's probably a little better. You're probably yeah. right. You, I just, an iPhone. I just want an iPhone, like, just, like, you know, maybe even a little bit of shakiness. Maybe sometimes everything that you want to see is going out of frame every night. And, and
0: wants to watch the Blair Witch of porn. That's Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah the, not the cl- Field. I don't need shaky cam. But like
1: yeah, it's, yeah. it's an amateur. Somebody... With like, like a handheld, like zero weight gimbal that they can put their phone on, and you know they're, they're giggling around, maybe narrating a little bit. Like, Ooh, yeah, we yeah. have one of those. Ooh, yeah, oh yeah. Get no, there. no,
2: shut, just shut the fuck up. Just, just shut up. Just do what you, do what you do.
1: Get I know, yeah, like I that. know of a couple right produ- production companies that where the narrator is a little, a little too much. It's a little too vocal, and you see comments like, "What do you do? That guy, shut the fuck up." Look, <laughs> I shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Come on.
2: Did you know baby red kangaroos are smaller than cherries
1: when they're born? Ooh, is that because they eat shrimp?
2: <laughs> Not no yet. No. That is... I, I, the, Life is amazing. That's
1: Kangaroos, Kangaroos are, are pretty amazing in general. Uh, you know, a mammal that's not that somehow related to us down long down the fucking biological chain. And then the fact that they can still t- tuck, you got a natural, you know, we've we've designed clothing because something they have. I and mean, you can't put kids in your fucking pouch of a, uh, a hoodie.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean,
1: could. Well, not and safely. detective protective services <laughs> might have something to yeah, say so about the it. Legality's fine. That might be a little different, but yeah. The, I don't know. Can Christ, and this is because they eat all these cherries?
2: Yes, that's exactly why they're born that tiny, is because they eat a, a lot of cherries. Uh-huh. I, I do know this uh, extra fun fact, that a baby panda is smaller than a stick of butter when it's born.
0: wow oh. oh, damn. That's kind of wild.
1: Come to think. Andy. The
0: kangaroo thing doesn't surprise me as much as the panda thing.
1: I, well, I think it just, what's weird
2: about it is it's, it's, it's such a, I mean, a, a cherry. We all s- realize how big a cherry is, right? Like, it's going to
1: Or a peanut. Grow. A lonely little peanut.
2: <laughs> it, but it's going to ex- expand. It's mm-hmm. going to genetically grow into this, like, I mean, you've seen, pan- you've seen kangaroos.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They're fucking six foot tall and will fucking like beat the piss out of you. And at one time you can just go (laughs) between your fingers.
1: And pandas are a stick of butter. So you probably do like two, like one. Yeah. 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 And come to think of it, my my elementary school mascot was a panda. (sighs) Should have voted against that. Should have been the kangaroos.
2: Fucking whack. That's a whack ass. (laughs) That was all that Chinese propaganda trying to get you involved at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We, they, we, I mean, they certainly encouraged uh, us eating bamboos for our greens uh, during lunch. (laughs) It's it's good. It's good good for the digest.
2: (laughs) Pandas
1: eat it. (laughs) You guys got it.
2: And then (laughs) mandarin orange for dessert. It was juice. That's okay. <laughs> and finally, did you know the word escalate did not exist until the invention of the escalator in 1944?
1: Hmm. I'm going to escalate that might
2: be That might be the most wild fun fact that I feel like I've read. I wasn't paying attention. Escalations, the word,
1: escalations were, were created because of the escalator. Or escalate. The word
2: escalate. The word escalate didn't exist until 1944, after the invention of the escalator. That's fair. It's kind of crazy. I, I was surprised it took
0: that long, but yeah.
1: Or it took because that? Escalate I mean,
0: seems like a word. That like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the etymology of the word makes it makes sense. So I would assume that that word would have been around before it, like an escalator. If right,
2: I, I feel like why did they name it that? They ask why did they name the device? Yeah, the escalator. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: But to no. tell you what, they probably did some crystal meth and had a hangover, and they're trying to figure out, <laughs> figure <laughs> out what what can we name this goddamn thing?
2: Well, what the word normalcy was not a word until like who said that? Was it Roosevelt? Uh, or
1: Nor McDonald probably.
2: Yes, probably Nor Macdonald. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the word normalcy wasn't like. But then the president said, "We need to get back to a s- state of normalcy." And like, oh, well, the president can't be wrong. That must be a real word. We're gonna fucking champion. Now it's a fucking like, it's a, it's considered like almost like a sophisticated word where only a dullard <clears throat> would have said it before that.
1: And I, I use escalate or escalation and normalcy uh, about once every month, every other every other month maybe, depending upon how I'm feeling. Actually that's bullshit I use I use escalations a lot because it, because my, my job, but uh no escalation man, get it to a point high above uh. <laughs>
2: well thank thank you thank you for that, Wesley, and I guess that officially concludes your fun fact friday
1: <laughs> here's i have actually a, I was thinking about this today. I have a bonus fun fact Friday. This is back uh Murray, you know the y m c a in Elkton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you ever been in? Do you know the the layout?
2: It's been a while, but I have a general idea.
1: Okay. So on the on on the, on the east end or whatever one one end of the building, they have three full court basketball courts, full court rims, three point line basketball courts. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were familiar with it. Okay. Anywho.
2: No, I okay. All I know is when you walk in, there, it's mainly pool. Like that's like like a giant swimming sure. pool. I know yes. that, and then I know there's, there's other an, areas of
1: there's an area where th- where they're back side by side three full court basketball courts. I was probably like eighteen or nineteen, and the people there was people from like Wilmington, people from Newark, uh, people from all over, and we got into a pretty heated full court five on five basketball game. And you remember, I I been in my heyday. I was a good basketball player, and we got at it verbally, and by us I mean. Five against their fives. A lot of f bombs. A lot of other four-letter words. We're getting thrown around. And finally, this dorky ass motherfucker just comes out of the office right there, and it's like George Costanta. It's like, oh, enough, enough. And like the place goes quiet. The ball. All you hear is the ball bouncing. Like, do you know what YMCA stands for? <laughs> Everyone's like, ugh, no, no. It's like, Young Men's Christian Association. And it's like, huh, how about that? Damn, that's, <laughs> that's wild shit. And I would have never thought. God, Wow, amazing. And yeah, he marched away and was like, yeah, we can't curse anymore. Damn, that sucks. So there you go. Huh. Young Men's Christian Association.
2: Interesting, because in the late 70s, early 80s, it was uh, homosexual bathhouses, but all right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I should have said, like, yo, it's the song about the village people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before you go, folks, hey, next week coming up is the Major League Baseball All-Star Game as well as the Home Run Derby. and They have a a whole fanfare. Uh, This shit's taking place in Los Angeles. First time in uh, a long time. Ooh. Yeah, that was, gurgly. Uh, <laughs> that was gurgly. But on the eve of this, the Dodger uh, concession stand slash uh, stadium staff, who's actually it's not they're not employed by Dodger Stadium. Now I guess the uh, it's a Chicago-based company uh, called Leve, uh, Levy Restaurants, which uh, they employ about fifteen hundred people within Dodger Stadium. Now that's you know all the concessions, all the people going up and down. I'm assuming. Uh, uh, catering large events uh especially the executive and and, and private suites and whatnot 1500 people have pretty much strong-armed the dodgers to say they're going to boycott leading up to not just all-star game weekend and the whole fanfare but the rest of the the, the rest of the season if they don't get paid certain wages all right i like and have always kind of semi-liked uh, unions but this is kind of semi-bullshit, if you ask me. Want to know your thoughts on their strike leading up to the All-Star game. Um, It sounds
2: like a bunch of people in the catering industry just found themselves some high-paying jobs. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, uh, can't, can't be
0: like pro-union and then be like, hey, union doing its union thing. Don't do that. I- like, <laughs> like, fuck them. Yeah. Good. If they're underpaying them or they're treating them like shit, they should be like, "Oh yeah, you want to have this all-star game here in this facility that was built fucking before baseball? It was even fucking invented." That give LA a goddamn new stadium. That place is fucking ridiculously old. I
1: mean, it's probably
0: Sha- a shithole,
1: Chavez Ravine. You it's know a- what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's probably a shithole. Uh, so I probably I understand they're probably a danger of fucking hot cheeses and fucking all types of shit all the time. Fuck it, Fuck them. Pay more money right. if they okay just,
1: if they hold on one second if they are in fact underpaid then I agree but if you are in fact underpaid you could do this uh before the season starts you don't have to do this during the season more or less on the heels of the all star game when all the fucking country's eyes are going to be on you. Every baseball fan is going to be watching this entire weekend. And you're like, no, no, we, we strategically planned this. It seems. I mean, hey, look, yeah. I, I, I salute America and I salute the, uh, the the freedom and the right to absolutely do this. But I think if you're on that side of the fence, it's a bit chicken shit. I have one more follow up point, but you guys are anxious to jump in. Well.
0: It's called leverage. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you do you not negotiate your fucking employment contracts,
1: bud? What's wrong with you? I understand that, but I think that this was a, this. There's been all star games for uh, close to a hundred years now, and at a time, whether you guys know this or not, there was like a fifteen year stretch where there were two of them. There was one in the middle and one at the end of the at the end of the year after the World Series. Um, mm-hmm. So there's never been something like this before. So yeah, I, don't this the means the I don't think
0: the All-Star game is the issue. Like, you know, maybe, maybe whoever fucking had the All-Star game last year pays their employees well. Like
1: this is the first year that employees have not been paid well. This, this is the, first, the first,
0: year first year that the fucking whole crew of them was like, you know what? Fuck them.
1: Well, why not? The Dodgers have the highest payroll in baseball. Why not do it leading up to the playoffs?
0: Because the All-Star game's perfect. You, that, you literally ruin a fucking a one-time event in the middle of the season. Either pay us or ruin it.
1: Mm. There's your choice. You, you don't think they could hire some people? 1,500 and yeah, the I greater mean, LA area?
0: Scabs in, You can get some scabs in there. Okay. Yeah. Th-
1: this is what I was going to ask. You've seen those photos of like people crossing the Ford scab line in like the 40s, right? Dude's getting fucking pummeled. You think you might get yeah. some of that? Uh, look,
0: I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that a large percentage of that 1,500 staff is Latino. So, you fucking walk through blades if you if you're fucking <laughs> rid of that, that fucking palsy, but you're getting
2: knifed on the way in. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you could always just tell people like, "Hey, listen, concessions are down. Bring your own food. You might see some of the most creative outdoor fucking uh, tailgating in Major League Baseball history." You might see people doing full racks of ribs, charging money for that. Like, hey, here's your rack of ribs. Uh, Throw them in your cooler. Enjoy the game. I mean, there's creative ways around this. Like, look, bottom line is they're getting paid low wages because their union didn't negotiate for any higher wages than what they're getting paid. So now they're trying to go back against their own contract. So, you know, I mean, look, I'm in a union, and we have a clause that we can't strike. And I'm like, well, then what's the fucking point? Yeah, like That's how that's how you get what you want is by saying then I just won't do what you want me to do. Yeah, but that's one of them whack-ass unions. I mean, it's a
0: yeah. solid one, though, because I know what you're talking about. But fucking it, you're slightly whack uh, in that regard. Like I was going to say, like fucking like Wes started off as like, hey, I'm, I'm pretty cool with unions and then was like. All of the things that unions do to get union no. fucking union <laughs> results, I'm not a big fan. Of.
1: It's not that's not what <laughs> I said at all. You could have you, know, you could have done this. Dude, like,
0: stri- you mean striking at a point in time when the company is in a really weird spot, so they would have to buckle to my demands? That just sounds fucking like cheating. They, they could have
1: done that at the beginning of the season, before no, opening day. Before opening matters.
2: day, because it didn't matter. Now it fucking matters. Ugh. I think too. Even since the start of the baseball season, like. So, like inflation has increased and people are now starting to feel it with gas prices very and the price of products has drastically increased in the last six months. And so they're like, look, we can't keep doing this job for this pay. If you, cause I'm feeling it, man. I, last year, I felt like finally in my adult life, like I'm like, finally, I'm making a reasonable wage for the amount that I, The amount of bills and things that I pay for. Like, I'm doing good now. Yay me. And then all of a sudden, I am making damn near 10% less because of how much I'm paying out. Yeah, I'd like more money. But I can't just stop doing my job unless I have a negotiating tactic. And these guys have one. And they're going to fucking pull it out.
1: Huge one. It doesn't. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. out now out criticizing their decision to do it now. I'm out now out criticizing the fact that you could have done it before opening day. You could have done it at a point that was less like you know less kind of skeevy tactical in my opinion.
2: I mean that's the point though.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't
2: I don't hold again. on. I don't I don't want to like talk down to you. Like I sure. don't disagree I, with you. I
1: understand but the I leverage behind it. I understand the leverage behind it. I'm not saying that I'm that like, I'm ignorant to yeah. the the reason that they did this. I'm I'm saying that uh, You know, I think it's the, the, coming.
0: I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but I think it's coming from a place of like, you like the All Star. Like, this is, you love baseball. Sure. And this is a weekend that you're like, oh, I really love this. And they're putting
2: that in jeopardy. And so you're, it's a little more personal to you this time. Man. But that's also exactly why they're doing it, because if they get the support of the country behind them, yeah. then the owners have to bow to their demands.
0: you be like, hey, highest payroll in baseball. Pay your fucking I, pay your catering
2: employees. I
1: would, I would have had more respect for the decision if they did it 24 hours before opening day or, or the home opener the Dodgers played.
2: But see, Alan, here's the thing, though. We could be wrong because look at the feelings that he's having about the catering people now. It's like. Hey, guys, maybe you're on the wrong side of history here, so maybe you're the dicks, and maybe the owners are right in this. So, yeah, you got to be careful how you play with this. If I'm
0: that guy fucking slinging hot dogs on game days, and fucking Wes Fox from the Middle Class Holes podcast fucking (laughs) doesn't like my tactics, well, Wes Fox can go fuck himself because I just got paid (laughs) more. Because you know what I did? I fucking strong-armed those motherfuckers. I, I strong-arm companies that I moved to. I am pro-strong-arming fucking people.
1: I think I, I... like. Here's the deal. Okay. Given this scenario, I would have had more respect for them if they'd done it 24 hours before opening day or even like 20 hour, 24 hours before the first playoff game because given this payroll, I almost guarantee... I will bet either one of you like $2,000 the, that the Dodgers will make the playoffs. I would have bet it... Bet more than, you know, before opening day, I bet you it happens. And I would have, I would have more respect for them if they'd done it before one of those two, just not the all-star game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just, well, I, but I also, I, I get it. that Again, with the union, you negotiate your contract. So, you know, you should be kind of held to that contract. I get it. Like the, the owners are like, Hey, this is what you guys signed off on. Yeah. And now you want more? Like, so, but, and then, yeah, they're, they're strangleholding them over this thing. And, 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 and when they, if they did it at another time, it would only affect the Dodgers, but now it's going to affect yeah. all yeah. of all
1: Major, League Major League Baseball. baseball yeah. That's exactly
2: right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: not the leverage, I get it, but the leverage aren't open today day or the leverage of the first, like, it doesn't matter. They're still going to play 162 games. Like, they're still going to play the playoff games the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby don't go off, they don't fucking happen this year.
1: Right. And Mer's, uh compromises sell ribs in the parking lot.
0: I mean, fuck, <laughs> you mean to tell me there aren't a ton of fucking
2: taco trucks in L.A.?
1: Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah d- listen, I, Chavez Ravine would be filled with them. And they're all delicious from fucking top to bottom.
2: Well, and that's the thing is that's what the Dodgers need to do. The Dodgers just need to say right now before the All-Star, hey, kick rocks, buddy. We're gonna call every taco truck in the next in the 50 mile fucking radius and they're gonna come out here and they're gonna feed the fans and you guys are out of a job. So I think, take your money that we give you or nothing.
1: I think you do a little bit something different. I think okay so these uh, uh, concession stands within the stadiums have you know working grills, working uh, kitchen equipment. You do something where you say, "Hey, you get to come in here, not outside the stadium, but in here. You make ninety percent of the profit. We make ten, and you get to, you cook whatever the fuck you want. Cook it all. We just need yeah. to see the books. We need
2: ten percent. All st- star All Star Weekend, man. <laughs> I take it, I take that deal.
1: Yeah, mm. you could even do like uh, where, where they where they lobby to get booths. You know what I mean? Okay, we're getting prime uh, club level right here. This booth. All the all the rags and riches and everyone in L.A. All right, who wants first bid?
0: You could definitely scab that up easy, I think. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll see how it goes. America. Yeah, in this
2: day this day and age, you could protect those people. Like you keep you keep all those naysayers outside. And just... oh man, you ever fucking seen a machete up close? <laughs> Just say,
1: <laughs> things change. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I, I, you guys know what I'm talking about, though the uh, the the guy who gets fucking nailed in the gut trying to walk walk across the Ford line. Yeah, I've seen plenty
2: of old scab videos, and they're all glorious and watch, terrifying. Watch like cool
0: Chicago ones too, because they were all types of violence. It was great being the shit out of dudes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's great beating the poop out of people. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll well, it was really him.
0: just cops beating the shit out of fucking union dudes. That's <laughs> <laughs> really all it was. <sighs> shit. Rich dudes were like, protect our fucking factories. And union guys were like, all right, well, we're fighting the cops then. <laughs>
1: this
0: is what's happening.
1: <laughs> Excuse me. All right, Alan, tell the uh, kiddos and the cadets and all the cadets where you can find... On the
0: Internet (laughs) at at all your favorite social media platforms. Of course, check us out on Instagram and Twitter. We're at MDL Class Holes. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and TikTok as the middle class holes. And of course, for your ear holes, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Mer, anything in the email box from... Two weeks ago or a week ago, whenever we was. We're going to go ahead and say uh, no. Damn it. Damn it. People who usually email us. Who usually emails us? Farmer, what's his face? Farmer Janky. Yeah. janky. Yeah. Farmer janky.
1: Hey, look, Greg Luganis messaged us this week. Uh, Maybe we could have a month where no one no one talks to us. That's Greg, true. Greg Louganis hit us up.
0: And he said, like, two
2: words to us. And one of them wasn't even words. It was just LOL. Hey, hello, hello. One of them was a whole sentence because he was said, it? hey, you gotta have a sense of humor.
1: Gotta have a sense of humor. Oh, look at that.
2: Thanks, Greg <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: Good
0: times, guys.
1: Thanks for the Well, folks, tune in next week. Our buddy uh, Adam from the Great Apple. Yeah, the big, the gold Great Apple. The from Great Apple.
0: <laughs> I went to hold on. I gotta say something real quick before we left. I went to a networking event yesterday, and I ran into a fraternity brother of ours, uh, Wesley.
1: Oh, um, say his name encryptedly. Uh, 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 Schrenden Schmergen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like an aristocrat. Go ahead. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's a very fancy guy, uh, <laughs> and he brought along this pal. It was it was quite a hoot, and he was saying that he had a buddy that would always, whatever city he went to or whatever, anybody talked about a different city, he would always call it the Windy City, but it was never the city of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the fucking greatest bit. Like, <laughs> the,
1: the Windy City. And,
0: and you're like, oh, man, I got to go to Detroit for work. Ah, the Windy City. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Sorry. That, that's no. No. Reminded me of that, I had to
1: say it. God, God bless that guy. Alright folks. Adios, take her easy, hit us up, whatever. Fuck you.